You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this moment that you have brought all of us together. You know, we might be few. We might have a small voice, but we got a big faith and we got a bigger God, a God who will not give up on us, a God who will not disappoint us. And so I want to thank you for coming here. Some of you, you know, you you have been dying to come out and, and worship the Lord for the very first time ever after two years. How many of you have joined us for the very first time? Can we see a lift of hands? Come on, don't be afraid. We're not going to embarrass you. Let's clap our hands for all our first timers. If you're online, give us a virtual hands up. We want to welcome you to the feast family. This is a family right here. And as a family, you know, we celebrate together. We celebrate our victories, but we also celebrate our defeats. We celebrate the journey on this thing called life. And we're just glad that you're here. Are you glad that you're here? Come on. I want to hear you more. Are you glad that you're here? (laughs) Hallelujah. Why don't we clap our hands for our worship team? You know, it's not a joke. To suffer from what I call post-pandemic tiredness. We're not as healthy as we used to be, you know, but seeing these people on stage filled with the Holy Spirit fueling them. You know, how many of you agree with me that you need this at least once a week? That you need to go out and and be free and worship the Lord with abandon and with freedom. We want to thank everybody organizing Feast at Home. You know who you are, guys. We want to thank all the servants who come here every single week. Those who are serving in the background. You know, some of you, you don't even know the, 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 the faces and the names of all those who serve with us. But hey, God knows you and God has a blessing just for you. That's where we're believing in faith. But hey, because today is the first Sunday of the month of March. We want to honor, of course, all the special people, the VIPs of March. Who are the birthday celebrants of March? Come on. Give me a hands up. We got one right here. How many more? Anybody else? Anybody else? Keep keep your hands lifted up. Come on. We want to make it special for you. Keep your hands high. Lift up your hands, sister. There you go. All right. Let's lift our hands. If you're online, give us a virtual hands up and say, it's my birthday and we want to pray for you. We want to bestow a spiritual blessing upon your life. This is so special because we do this together as a family. So in the mighty name of Jesus, we join our hearts right now. We join our intentions and ask you, Lord, to bless this person. Bless your son, bless your daughter with the life that they deserve. Only you know what the plans that you have for their life. We don't know what they are. We don't even know the the teeny tiny intricate details of what they are. But it's more than enough for us to know that there is a plan. And we know that it's good. Why? Because you are good, Lord. And whatever plans that you have for them, set them in a trajectory of abundance, of blessing, of healing and provision. But above all else, Lord, use this person Use them, Lord, to paint your masterpiece over their life so that when people see them, they will know that they have a wonderful, loving, and merciful God and they wa- we would want to have that kind of life as well. Give them the life that they deserve, Lord, and we declare that the best is yet to come. That's our prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. Let's clap our hands. 
for our one birthday celebration in the room today. You're extra special. And for those of you also online, hey, happy, happy birthday. I want to take this time just for a few moments before I call our next preacher. Um, I want to invite you. This is the first time that I'm ever going to do this. I want to invite you officially because we can start going out. Like Brother Alvin said, we are in alert level number one. So if you are within the vicinity of Bulacan, that's where we are in Mekawayan, we want to invite you here at the feast live to worship with us, to participate and, and celebrate the Holy Mass together. And for some of you who want to join, if you are coming all the way from the south and you just want to try it out one time, twice, or three times, or you want to become a regular, Brother Audi, how do I do that? Okay, here's the guideline. Starting tomorrow, every single Monday, every week, we are going to be posting the link. We're going to put it up and open that link so you can register. And then if you successfully register, you're going to receive an email confirmation from one of our leaders saying that you can come. Why, we, why do we want to do that? Well, simple, because the seats here are limited. Barcelona Academy is not as big as PICC where we can fill it with thousands of people. Right now, we can only have a hundred, a little over a hundred. So we want to make sure that especially if you're coming from a very far away place, we want you to have a seat. We want you to be relaxed and not be turned away because the place is so overflowing. We want to also have that little social distancing still to make sure that everybody that comes here is protected. So please register, pre-register every Monday every start of the week and together we'll, we'll have fun here we'll learn and, and really have joy in this place but for those of you asking Brother Audi when, when are we going to have a larger gathering you know a bigger celebration watch out because this coming April we're going to have it once a month in a big venue alright we're going to have it in a bigger place and it's going to be closer to our home in BICC and so wait for that announcement and we're going to have a lot of fun being together again because I know that you miss one another you haven't seen each other for 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 many many months and uh, you know we just want to gather together and just thank the Lord for how he has protected us and provided for us can I get an amen from somebody right now amen amen so with that I know that you are excited as we hear the message that God has prepared for us today I want you to join me in doing this deliberately all right are you ready for this say I'm ready all right let's come in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come on, stretch your hands out right now. Stretch your hands so high that you're going to feel heaven touch your hand right now. And say this with me. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more and more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I am God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. I want you to shout this out. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm not going to be the one to give you the word today because I'm, I've asked a little help from my friends. And th today is a very special day. We're going to give you a little pre-Lenten talk. And so I want you to open your hearts and ready your minds as we welcome. I want you to give the same warmth and love that you extend to me and Brother Bo every single Sunday to our leader, our friend. I'm so proud to call this guy our friend. He blesses so many young people in this feast. Please welcome everybody, the builder of Feast SM Manila, none other than Brother Lep. Sumera. Come on, give him a big hand, everybody. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
प्लीज बी सीरत Tell the person beside you get ready for your miracles. Hallelujah. Hindi lang halata pero kinakabahan po ako. Can you just join me in a short prayer my beloved friends in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus may you bless this unworthy servant. May you speak to through me, oh Jesus. And I ask the Holy Spirit to prepare the hearts of everybody listening, watching, and present here. Lord, I ask you, disturb us with your word. This we pray in your mighty name. Everybody say amen. amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, everybody. I just want to begin by honoring the leadership of Audi and Brother Bo. Thank you so much guys for doing this. Really really honor you for all the team that are serving here. Thank you so much. And of course, sige, palakpakan natin sila. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, I also want to honor brother Alvin and the whole Barcelona family for allowing us to have a venue to worship God, to experience his goodness. Amen. 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 And and today I am going to give Talk number eight, and I hope you guys are ready for this talk. I hope that God will give you a personal message, mamersonal nawa ang Joe sa inyo ngayon. And FYI, guys, this is our last talk in this Bible study um, that we're doing in the Gospel of Matthew. Yes, you heard me right. This is the last. For 26 months, for 26 long months, we have been journeying in this in this gospel, and it's and it's filled with so much blessings, filled with so much learnings, filled with so much wow and aha moments. Do you agree? Do you agree? Kahit pandemic, we continue on doing this. We continue on learning and doing this Bible study. And I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful, Brother Bo, for the wisdom for, for doing this, that I get to know more about Jesus. But the thing is this. Listen, friends. The goal, the goal of all Bible study is not to know more, but to love more. And I pray that every feast, every feast, yes, you get to know more. You learn more. But I pray that you also get to love more. You get to love more your family, your office mates, your kasambahays, your friends. You get to love more. And I just, I just, I just want to go back in our previous talk last Sunday, and, and I think that was the best definition of love. The best definition of love when we talk about crucifixion, right? We experience the unconditional, the, the, the boundless, the unmeasurable love of Jesus. And, and today, we will be talking about the most important historical event in human history. Let me tell you a story. I, I see kids here. I just want to ask, does your kids also love insects? Millipede, cockroach, butterfly. You know what my son makes? He laughs, he giggles a lot when he's watching insects. No, I'm not talking about cartoons. 
real insects. And he loves, so loved insects. And, 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 and there's this show that he's watching in YouTube, and it's like matching the insects. So that whenever time there will be a mismatch, a character will pop up and say, uh-uh, can you do that please? Uh-uh, one more time with feelings please. Uh-uh, can you look for three person beside you, seated beside you and tell that person, uh-uh, go ahead. Uh-uh, uh-uh. And, and the thing is this, as, as we talk about resurrection, I think God is telling the devil this is the biggest prank because the devil thought that the Good Friday, he won, he's victorious, but God said, uh-uh, because Easter is coming. Resurrection is coming. So I'm speaking to you. If you're stuck in your Good Friday story, uh-uh, because your Easter is coming. Amen? Resurrection is going to happen. You're going to get through this, my beloved friends. Amen? And this is our one big message today. Your story is not over. Your story is not over. I just want to say this in Tagalog. Kumpara sa'yo, talo na. Ang Diyos may plano pa. Amen? Hallelujah. So I need to stop in talking about the resurrection story because that's, that's the part of Brother Bo. I don't want to spoil his message. But I want to speak to those watching online. Don't leave. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. Allow God to speak to you. And everybody present here, stay here. Stop thinking of Jollibee, okay? Stop thinking of where you will go after this, okay? Stop thinking of, I'm going to get a photo with Brother Bo and Brother Odi later after the session. Stay here. Stay, uh-uh, uh-uh. Stay here. All right? Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. We have been talking about, in the Gospel of Matthew, the kingdom of God, and, 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 and the poor people, the suffering, the sinners, and, and, and the outcasts, they, they belong to this kingdom. But I love it that Matthew added two more groups in this talk, in this, in this scripture. First, first, he added the women. Because the kingdom includes women. Can I just ask um, all the beautiful ladies here present, can you just give us your Miss Universe wave, please? Come on, everybody. All beautiful ladies out there. There you go. We honor you. We honor you. We really, really honor you all, beautiful ladies. Let's read our scripture, Matthew 27, verse 55 to 56. And many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Here's a fact. You see, during the time of Jesus, the teachers back then, exclusive lang. They have, they've been teaching only the male, but Jesus being the radical teacher he is, he included the women. 
he included the women. For in his eyes, they are not meant, just meant to be silent. They are, they are not meant just to take care of the kids. They are not meant just to clean the house. They are not meant to be powerless. Jesus sees women as more than this. My beloved friends, Jesus saw them as God bearers. So if you're seated to a beautiful lady beside you, and please, please acknowledge that person because that person is a God carrier, a God bearer. Amen? And here's the thing. On March 8th, we will celebrate International Women's Day. I don't know if there's an International Men's Day, but I honor all the women on on March 8th. Gentlemen, husband, listen. Handa na po kayo sa mga ad cart nila, okay? Get ready. <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? For me, they, they really deserve, they really deserve to be, to be praised, to be honored as stated in our scripture. They were with Jesus. They were present. They were with Jesus when he was crucified. They were with Jesus when he was buried. And, and, sino yung absent? The boys were absent. The guys were absent. While the apostles were fearful, the women were faithful. Amen? Hallelujah. The apostles were not there. They were not there. Peter, the head, the leader of the group, he's not there. John and James, they're not there. But who is present? Mary, Mary Magdalene, and the mother of James and John. You know what? I could confidently say that many times women are braver than men. And, wow. Puro babaeng pumalakpak. We honor you. You know what? Um, I remember my wife, Sally, um, when she gave birth to our son, Migs. Ang laki ng anak po namin. And so CS, yun And I was the one tending the wound of my wife. Ako yung naglilinis. And wow, as I saw the wound, wow. And I just really honor her for her, for her bravery, for her love. And, and sumakit lang iping ko, ayoko na eh. That's why I, I really honor all the women. I honor all the wives. We honor all the moms, the sisters, the titas, the ninangs, and the lolas. We honor all the women, all the women serving in the feast as well. Can we give them a, a clap offering, please? Woohoo! Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Let's move on. The, the second group, the second group that Matthew included are the rich people. The kingdom includes the rich. You know what? I love this message because often when I watch movies or, or telenovelas, I often see that the rich people are the bad guys, right? They were the mayabang. They were the, the, the selfish, the greedy. They look down on people, right? But that's not true because I, I have a lot of rich friends and they are very supportive to the feast. 
they were followers of Jesus, they, they were so generous and they're so loving. And let's read our scripture, Matthew 27, 57 to 61. As evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea, who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. And Pilate issued an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own new tomb, which had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. Both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting across the tomb and watching. Friends, here's a historical fact. Did you know that 90% of the people in ancient Israel were poor? And only 1%, 1% are the top people who enjoyed political and religious power. And Joseph is, is one of, is part of that 1%. And, and, and back then when you own a, a tomb carved out of rock, you know what, yayamanin ka? Big time ka? Mayaman ka? And you see, Joseph is also a, a Sanhedrin. So he, he also had a political power. They, they were the group that condemned Jesus to death. But, but Joseph, he did not agree with the judgment. And I was reflecting on this. I was reflecting on this. We have been talking about rich people. And there's that rich man who approached Jesus and asked him, Jesus, what is it that I need to do? And on Matthew 19 verse 21, Jesus replied, Go and sell all your possessions and give money to the poor. So I am thinking now, if Joseph is a follower of Jesus, and he followed that, that, that command of Jesus, if he sold everything, then there won't be any tomb. And I believe that the tomb is an integral part of the story of Jesus. So I am just thinking, I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking and reflecting Join me in, in reflecting in this message, my beloved friends. For God calls each person in different ways, depending on our situation and season. So wherever you are planted, my beloved friends, go back to our one big message last Sunday. God wants to love through you. Wherever, wherever, whatever situation you're in, God wants to love through you. And I think this is the message. This is the message. And, and, and the thing is this. The action of Joseph is actually dangerous. Why? That as he gave up his tomb to Jesus, he gained, he gained the enemies of Jesus. But you know what? The response of Joseph, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because Jesus is more important than my wealth. Amen? Can we give Jesus a clap offering, my beloved friends? <laughs> Quick story. Back then, at Feast Manila, I just want to give you a context. Um, we're the Feast of Twenties. Why Twenties? Because in our love offerings, we always receive all of our love offerings are 20 pesos. 
we received a bundle of 20 pesos. And because we're attended by thousands of young people, and we realized that we need to have our very own video camera. Because we're only borrowing the camera um, of the light of Jesus in the lighthouse in Cubao. So we decided that we, we really need to purchase our very own video camera. And so, nag-canvas kami, we, we found out that it's, it costs around 50 to 60,000, yung, yung, yung good quality. And, and so we asked for help. We seek sponsor and, and, and I approached one of my family friends and I told her that if she could just cover a little portion of the video camera amounting 50 to 60,000, and she just replied that, yeah, sure, uh, I'll just visit you one day and I'll be there and, and don't go be big guy. One day she, she arrived at our place and, and she approached me and, and, and asked, Lep, how much nga ba yung video camera? That, that, that you, you, you were asking, sabi ko, oh, it's, it's 50 to 60,000 po. And, and you could just give a little portion, a little amount to cover um, in, in buying this, this, this video camera. And you know what? He brought out an envelope and then said, Lep, bilangin mo, baka kulang. And I was counting. And sa pagbibilang ko po, umabot akong 60,000. In my mind, I was thinking, why? Uh, why, why is she doing this? Pero hindi ko na sinabi, baka Why? Why? Why is she doing this? I, I only asked for a portion. And then I just said, salamat po. And I was blown away by her response. Because she said, Anak, pinadaan lang yan sa akin ng Diyos. Whew. I want to leave you with this message, friends. Make Jesus your wealth. Put Him in your number one list. Make Him number one at all times. Every day you seek Him first. Make Jesus your wealth. Now, I have been talking and sharing about tomb. But the thing is this. The story did not end in the tomb. So I need you to be ready for the powerful message of our next speaker. It's an honor and privilege to introduce our beloved founder, Brother Bo Sanchez. Yeah! Woo. Give a big hand to Philip Samara. So super good. Love your message. Love your message. Can everybody say the story is not over? And your story is not over. Let me tell you my story. I would walk every morning around the village. That's my exercise. And, but I love doing it because I'm surrounded by nature. I walk every morning and I'd see trees and my neighbors, they plant beautiful flowers and I just love looking at them. The breeze is on my face, fluffy clouds floating up on the blue sky, malnourished dogs with rabies probably, I don't know, drooling and the poop of the dog scattered on the road. You're nature, but nature naman yan eh. So I love it, I love it. But there is this one special tree that I really like. 
And don't tell me and ask me what kind of tree that is. I don't know. But I do know the scientific name. Scientific name. Lucky Puno Parangtao Titis. Two branches, really large, stretched out like arms, worshiping God. Beautiful. And it's leafy face, you know, like, like I'm imagining it's a beautiful smile. And, and I would see it every day. And, and I like looking at that. And, you know, every morning, just walk around my village. So, maraming beses nakikita ko siya. And then one day, shock. Like, shock. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going around and turn the corner. And then, parang may mali. Parang may kulang. The tree, gone, like in its place. I'm talking about a 12-foot tree. In its place is this short, dead, ugly stump. Like, and you know what my reaction was? Parang namatayan ako ng pet ko. My pet! You know, the tree was not mine, right? It's everybody's tree. But it's like, who killed my pet? And, and th- that was my reaction. And the, what made it worse was I would see this grotesque figure of this dead, ugly stump every morning, every day. It was in my walking route. And it was horrible. It was a constant reminder that once upon a time, this was alive and beautiful, but now it's, it's this dead, ugly stump. And I would see that stump every day, every day, every day, and then three months later, I still remember that day, turned around the corner, saw the, the stump, and walked, and right beside it, something caught my eye. I looked, and right there, breaking out of its dried bark, was this green, tiny shoot. And all of a sudden, I said, OMG, do you know what this means? The tree that I thought was dead was alive. And that tiny shoot became a large shoot. And that large shoot became a tiny branch. And that tiny branch became a big branch. And that happened six years ago. And that tree today is bigger than before it was chopped down. I tell you that story because in chapter 28, verse 1, it says, Early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. Everybody say tomb. Just to give you an idea of what kind of tombs they had then and what they saw, this is the tomb that King Herod built for his family. The Herod that slaughtered the babies in Bethlehem. I'll give you another picture. This is the tomb of high priest. High priest. Annas. And tombs are not nice. What, what's a tomb? A tomb is like a dead, ugly stump. That's what it is. 
It reminds you that once upon a time there was someone who was alive and you were talking to him and you, 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 he was with you and you were laughing with him and then he's gone. I think if you really understand what Mary Magdalene and the other Mary, what they were feeling, think of the pain, think of the confusion, think of that, that moment in their life when, Teka muna, once upon a time, hindi lang, just recently, we traveled with Jesus for three years. And we were talking with Him, and we were eating with Him, and we were laughing with Him. And together we were dreaming about this world where the poor were fed, and the sick were healed, and the sinners were forgiven. And we were dreaming of this world where you do not have to worry because God takes care of the lilies of the field and the birds of the air. And then, bang! Jesus dies. No, Jesus doesn't die. Jesus is killed. And the God that's supposed to take care of the lilies of the field and the birds of the air did not take care of His Son. And all those emotions exploding within them. And I think to myself, parang ganito yung nangyayari ngayon, di ba? The world is like a tomb. The tomb is a perfect picture of the world right now. Look at what's happening in Europe. Akala natin, tapos na ang gera. Natuto na yung mga tao. That the world already and global leaders after World War II said, enough is enough, hindi na mangyayari to. And yet there, once upon a time in World War II, millions of widows, millions of orphans. And yet, war is rearing up its ugly head in Europe. You don't have to go to Europe to understand the darkness of this world. Look at our country now. Look at the corruption. Look at the injustice. Do you know that while thieves in suits are stealing money from people and from the coffers of the government, 4.2 million Filipinos still go hungry today. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking of 100 people, 1,000 people, 10,000 people. I'm talking about 4.2 million people still go hungry today in the age of smartphones, in the age of being able to order anything through Lazada and Shopee and the world of the Wi-Fi and, the, and, 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 and AI and, and robotics. We have poverty. The world is bleak. The world is dark. We are blanketed by a black night in this world and sometimes we we feel in despair and yet in the middle of all that suddenly there was a great earthquake and an angel of the Lord came down from heaven rolled aside the stone and sat on it his face shone like lightning and his clothing was as white as snow the guards shook with fear when they saw him and they fell into a dead faint. Then the angel spoke to the women, don't be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He isn't here. 
He is risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come, see where his body was laying. And now, go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead and he is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. We, as Christians, have this audacious claim that there is this certain guy who walked out of his tomb. Do you understand how bold that claim was? That there was someone who was dead but is now alive and his name is Jesus. The women ran quickly from the tomb. They were very frightened but, and, but was also filled. they were filled with great joy and they rushed to give the disciples the angel's message. Verse 9, listen, and as they went, Jesus met them. Before that, an angel just said, you know, he's alive, he's alive. Really, really, really running, running. And then Jesus met them and greeted them. Everybody say greeted them. Matthew used in original Greek a word that was the most casual form of greeting, meaning to say, I'm not sure, I'm, 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 you know, I'm just guessing I wasn't there, but, but, but here's my guess. Based on the Greek that was used by Matthew, when Jesus appeared to the women, he did not say, greetings. You know what he said? Probably it was like this. Jesus meets them and he says, Hi. And can you just imagine that, that just, just a few hours ago, they saw Jesus beaten. They saw Jesus die, hanging from a bloody, bloody cross. And then his lifeless body brought down and anointed and wrapped with cloth and inserted in a tomb hewn in rock. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they, they see Jesus saying, Hi, can you just imagine their terror? And can you just imagine their joy? And then they ran to him, grasped his feet, and worshiped him. Everybody say, worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, don't be afraid. Go tell your brothers to leave for Galilee, and they will see me there. Do you know what the message of the resurrection is? Ask me what? Everybody say, I'm listening that perhaps what the world is, the way you think, what you think the world is, dark and evil and going down the dogs and you're depressed right now, just think about it. The resurrection of Jesus is telling you that what the world, what you think the world is, may not be what you think the world is. I want you to doubt that thought. And I want you to think, maybe it's what Jesus says the world is. And that yes, evil is ruling. And yes, there is poverty. And yes, there is corruption. And yes, there is war. And even in your own personal life, you see darkness in your life. But in hidden pockets, in small places, kindness is conquering the world. And behind the scenes, Justice is flowing like a river because Jesus, He's doing something. Everybody say, He's doing something. 
He's doing something in your life. And through people like you and me who've decided to follow Jesus, God, He's creating a space that is under His reign. And you, through your love and through your kindness, you are telling the world, your story is not over. Your story is not over. The story that you think was over is not over. It is just the beginning. Can I invite you to stand up? Maybe you came into this room and you, online, you opened up your computer, your phone, and you started watching the feast, and you started this feast with despair or apathy. In your mind, you're saying, Wala naman pagbabago eh. Lagi naman ganito eh. Tagal na ako nagdadasal. But nothing has changed. And you've failed so many times. And you've sinned so many times. And in your mind, you're saying, this is who I am. My dear friend, I speak God's message to you. I repeat what I said a while ago. The world is not what you think it is. The world is what Jesus says it is. And in the same way, you are not who you think you are. Broken, with your story ending. You are who He calls you to be. You are who He thinks you to be. You are who He loves you to be. That is the truth. And the crisis that you have right now, it's not a period, it's a comma. And the trial that you're going through right now, it's not the end, it's the beginning. It's just the beginning. I'll tell you why. God is not finished with you yet. And I want you to think of this. Let, let me read to you Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 1. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From the stump of Jesse. From his roots, a branch will bear fruit. Prophet Isaiah was prophesying about Jesus. He will be the branch. And right now, I've got, I've got an announcement to make. That branch is here. And in your life, you feel as though that in you is a dead, ugly stump. There's an issue. There's a relationship. There's, a, there's an area in your life when you know you're stuck and you feel that it's over. Your story is over. I've got news for you. Your story cannot be over. It's just the beginning. I'll tell you why. Because the branch is in your life. That tiny green shoot that I saw in my stump, that tiny green shoot is Jesus. He is the branch and He is in your life and you're going to bear fruit. Everybody say, I'm going to bear fruit. Everybody say, I'm going to bear fruit. Everybody say and claim it, declare it, I'm going to bear fruit. I'll tell you why your story is not over because the branch is in your life and His name is Jesus. And He will be the one who will bear fruit in your life. 
Everybody pray, Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus. You will bear fruit in my life. My story that I thought was over is not over because you are in my life. Everybody raise your hand if you can and just say this after me, Jesus. My story is just beginning. Say that again and again and again and again. My story is just beginning. It's just beginning. It's just beginning. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph radio.